the new Parkway Theater, where good food, diverse entertainment, and community create a place for everyone. For showtimes and special events, check out www.thenewparkway.com. You are listening to High School Five where real talk is our vernacular. I'm glad we got this on. I'm glad we got this recorded, man. Let's go. Sorry, I was trying to talk through that. I got to look. Right. And I knew it was coming because for some reason my TV now is ahead of Jerry. And I knew it was coming. And I was just waiting. I was just waiting for it. And Jerry was in to try to sound. Jared was doing his thing where he's sounding all educated and all that, speaking with big words. And then all of a sudden he interrupts himself to yell, run, nigga, run. Run, cracker, nigga, run. Run, cracker. Cracker ass, cracker. Jared started sounding like Umar Johnson right <laughs> No puppy walkers. Oh, my bad. Uh, excuse my outboist. <laughs> no puppy walkers on that one. No puppy walk. Go, puppy walker, go. Uh, yeah, bunny hopping nigga. Let's go. <laughs> Oh, look at that beautiful milky almonds. I like women that know how to cook in the kitchen like that. These, hey man, these holiday commercials starting to get my goddamn nerves, man. Why you? Why you don't like it, man? It's the season. Tis the season. Cause it's just not, you know. I don't know. It's just, it's just, it's just. It doesn't even feel like it's December tenth uh, yet. <laughs> Are you complaining about holiday commercials, man? In December. Yeah, I am. I shouldn't. Mid December. I just feel like it was just pumpkin spice stuff just started hitting, you know, and, and now they try to switch over to Christmas. No, no, no. It's the, it is still pumpkin spice season. Happy withdrawals, man. Mm-hmm. Oh shit. Anyways, uh, I know y'all saw my boy, my boy Charleston White. Yeah, somebody jumped on stage because uh, they like a, a Lakers joke he made. Which I don't know if I would pay money to go see Charles White and have him talk about the Lakers. And I like for, No, he was in Texas. He was somewhere in Texas and he made some, yeah. he started he saw people in the front row talk and he started talking about the the Lakers bubble championship and how it wasn't, you know, a real thing. And it was so <laughs> they started booing him and then he's like he's like, I don't give a fuck you boo me, I'm already paid. You yeah, paid basically, to come see me. Basically they paid money to go see Charleston White and yeah. they got what no, they <laughs> There's a big issue right there. We'll talk. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about that in a little bit. That'll be that's one of our main lead news stories. Just kidding, but seriously. Did you y'all see that video of uh, the Lakers uh, celebrating their championship? Those fools, man. No, man. I ain't. I ain't never been so mad in my life. If you wanted to celebrate with like a case of beer, like a couple cases of beer sitting there, y'all maybe some heen dog. Yeah, some Hennessy, y'all sitting around. (laughs) Oh, case about D. That this ain't a this ain't a pop champagne type of champagne. Man, man, you start this damn show. Man, Brandon put the glasses on. We getting serious now. We getting serious today. <laughs> he put the glasses on just to show you how tight his hairline is, because he gives you a reference, frame of reference. Hairline still looking crispy. <laughs> I gotta wear glasses that's curved at the in the front, so that way it makes my hairline curves, it curves up. <laughs> I like a litmus bubble, make, make it look like my hairline is bigger than it is. But Brandon, I got a big Brandon. ass shield glasses. So it creates exactly. an optical illusion in his hairline. I got the big ass, I got the big ass rough ends glasses in our nineties R and B group, early two thousands R and B group glasses. Air wear a welder mask that people think his hairline is good. <laughs> Damn, this man got a good hairline. Oh, I'm, <laughs> 
Got three headbands on. Make people think I got a good hairline. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to the High Score 510 podcast. You can catch us at High Score 510 on the Instagram, the YouTube, and on the Twitter at Horcrux Hipster. And check out our Patreon page at patreon.com backslash high score 510. Or check out our TikTok page at the high score 510. And we are here with. Uh, this is AG3. Coming at you faster than uh than the 49er fans are gonna be annoying tomorrow because they're gonna take over number one. For some reason, they love being the number one team during the middle of the year, beginning of the year, any time of the year, except for after the year. I'm getting ready for that annoyance. And here's your sound bite, Aaron. Compliments of Pedro. I'll stick my dick in pudding. I'll stick my dick in pudding. I'm dreaming also white pussy. Wrapped around my big black dick. <laughs> I'm tired of all these people. See, this is what I hate about camera phones. People just getting every black crackhead on the street to do just every stupid thing in the world. I don't know if that's a crackhead. That might be somebody's granddad. And that's somebody's <laughs> granddad. Okay, maybe, maybe somebody's granddad got drunk, but I think he a crackhead too. They gave they they were like, hey, we give you a we give you a 40 ounce of Santa hat and a brand new uh, sweater. That zip up look a little too nice for a crackhead. And we are here with everybody's favorite truck driver, Captain P Funk. I'm trying to figure out why it's so slow during Christmas season. Like what is slow? Give us some reference. Freight. Well, not art well, my job anyways. Not all freight. Everybody right, everybody well. realize all that stuff they got from T Moo is actually is actually crap, man. <laughs> man all that team shit look tight pedro until you not, not according to box cab box cab and chris said they had uh they had got some tight stuff in team yeah i think he's just kind of hit or miss he's what, what is it you guys are talking about t what team team you buy anything on instagram or wherever else they uh they advertise but if they, they, they be throwing ads on instagram left and right bro it's basically it's basically like Chinese wish, but it's like uh, you're like the uh, it's just a real cheap stuff, man. Yeah, it's like the dollar store version of anything you can think of. Like online you know, dollar store shopping, we got we got the dollar store version of it, and we'll ship it to you. And it might and be pretty good for a little bit, but it's just gonna have some janky, you know, carry, substandard parts. Two will carry the uh, Soldier Boy video game pack. Oh, that's tight. <laughs> <laughs> I got my map pack on Timu. <laughs> All right, well, here's the sound by Pedro. I wonder why God made white people smarter than the people of color. The Jews are smarter than the people of color over there, and the whites are smarter than the people of color over here. Why did that happen? How did that happen? What? Uh... Man, I'll tell you, man. Podcast mic should cost five hundred thousand dollars. Exactly, <laughs> I agree, with Brandon. I agree, with Brandon. We need to you raise really the price. Of, what you about to say? Several <laughs> things we need to raise the price in this world. Bullets, bullets should be almost unaffordable, and social podcast mics now, and poo shiesty masks. <laughs> and we are here with. Hey, what's going on? This is Brandon, aka Taco Pablo. Good to be back on the show, man. Um, yeah, let's get into it. Here's your sound bite, Brandon. We don't make it rain on booty cheeks. We don't make it rain on strippers. 
we only reverence one stripper and that's the one that took off glory to put on humanity and then get butt naked on a cross to die for both you and me the only stripper i'm in love with is jesus I noticed. I didn't notice in the beginning. The guitar player in the background is grooving. Into <laughs> <laughs> his own thing, man. He got his own thing going on. He was in a flow. He was in a flow. He, he was, was like, feeling himself. Do 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 <laughs> do 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 do. He just bouncing. Do 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 do. And uh, my name is Jared, aka DJ Art, with two T's for a double dose of that tink tink. The D is silent, so it's just Jart. Hey, Marco, how you doing? Surprise, surprise. This is Smokey Robinson. I know you didn't expect to hear from me, but I was contacted by your sons, Jeff and Jarrah, and they wanted me, they told me that you used to live in Detroit across the street from me, and gosh, that's that's beautiful. Um, how are you doing again? <laughs> nice talking to you again, I guess. But anyway, you're living in Vancouver now, and they wanted me to wish you happy Chinooka. I have no idea what Chinooka is, <laughs> but happy Chinooka <laughs> because they said so. I want to wish everybody happy Chinooka on the fourth day of Chinooka today. Shout out to our uh, our Jewish uh, fam and friends out there celebrating Chinooka. Yes, yes. It is the holiday season, guys. It is Chinooka starting. Uh, pumpkin spice season has now not the main commercial I'm seeing on TV anymore it is into the winter treats christmas and all that good shit too so happy holidays people we are in mid-december and uh it's looking good what's happening in this game hold on one second he dropped it it was a fumble no the next play after that cd lamb wide open drops the ball how open was he? I didn't see my screen was obscured. He wasn't wide open, but it, wide it, open. Went, it hit him in the bread basket on the run and he dropped it. Oh, that defender hit him in his hands. It was a hard. It was the I defender. Think the defender hit his hands. Yeah. The defender kind of that, that that that's a tough catch, but he still he, he still could have squeezed that. Caught it, but... <sighs> that's a straight drop on this fourth day at Chinooka. In news this week. In news, Dr. Umar Johnson. Oh, this thing. How's a book coming out? I'm working on a new book. It's called Snow White and the Seven Coons. I'm working on my first children's book. It's called Snow White and the Seven Coons, brothers and sisters. Who gonna buy the new book? You gotta is teaching your kids about coonology in the global African diaspora. It's called Snow White and the Seven Coons. Yes. Yes, Dr. Umar's children's book. Dr. Umar's children's book. I need an illustrator. Do we have any black children's book illustrators? If you are a black children's book illustrator, please text me. You can be male, female, but you cannot be a bunny hopper. If you are a bunny hopper or a puppy walker, you cannot illustrate my children's books for me. I need some. Ch- I'm serious, y'all. <laughs> what do you mean by bunny hopper? And- <laughs> you- I get the snow bunny hopper, but what's the puppy walker? I don't know what the puppy walker. And someone need to someone need to tell at- this so-called doctor <laughs> that the word is diaspora. 
<laughs> ignorant ass nigga. So, excuse my language. I'm sorry I have to use that word. I just hate when when you get a black person that wants to be all high and mighty on black culture, but can't even fucking pronounce a word that has to do with African diaspora. <laughs> I appreciate how Dr. Umar Johnson repeats himself numerous times to make sure he gets his point across or whatever. whatever Repeat himself to make sure he gets the word pronounced right? Well, uh, my question is, uh, would you guys read this book to your kids? And uh, No, because it's going to have too many fucking spelling errors in it. I was just thinking, it's like, what are some good names for the seven coons? Yes, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, you know what I'm saying? I just want to. I'm just trying. I started thinking about like, what are some names he gonna have for some of his coons? I tell you one. One should be Uncle Tom. One should be Sambo, and one should be Doctor Umar Johnson. <laughs> you got dopey and grumpy and sneezy and bashful. And Doctor Umar Johnson is one. <laughs> oh shit! Come on, cowboys! Come on, cowboys! Oh yeah! Go run, nigga! Run, nigga! <laughs> In other news, a movie about bipping is coming out. Uh, it's coming to the big screen. <laughs> it ain't coming to everybody big screen. Because they, they look in other states, they don't know what the word bipping is, dude. Let me only go to another state. Southern California have no idea what the word bipping is. <laughs> Hold on, man. There's the. There I'm is. not lying, Brandon. Nithin, Nithin was in L.A. Tried to use that word, and they had no idea what the hell he was talking about. Talking to the the black dudes working at the rental car place, and they're like, "No, we call it something else, man." Well, uh, Burner, B E R N E R, says he's making a movie based on the life of a real bipper. Here's the trailer that's been making the rounds. I ain't making around shit barely on this. Really, Jerry, you gotta remember this is an audio production. You gotta talk your way through this thing. Oh, they're showing somebody get their car bit. A beautiful wide woman getting her car bit by somebody in a hoodie. Grabs a bag, jumps the car, and they take off in a sonata. This great no production is awful. Now they show niggas doing nigga shit and shooting a basketball and counting bread at an ATM money counter. Yeah. Now they fake fighting in the street and they burn and smoke weed and shooting more baskets. This shit look like it's gonna make it's gonna be I, I called you, Splash. I said it was gonna make five five thousand a lot less than that <laughs> after seeing this shit. It's gonna be called Splash City coming out in the fall of twenty twenty four. You guys gonna go see this? <laughs> Fuck no. It's not coming out on Tubi. This is straight to two. They try to be too serious for it to be on Tubi though. <laughs> Man, they don't have no sub. They didn't have nobody narrating what was going. They didn't on. have a word said in this trailer. Exactly. No one said one word. I'm sorry about the poor audio uh, description, but this movie was riveting. They don't need no audio. What you know? What that yeah, actually kind of tight. In this whole movie, there's no dialogue. Nigga, please. Who will get to know the inner workings of why somebody would ride around still shit out of people's cars? Just niggas doing uh, nigga shit, shooting baskets in between. And it's first between smoking drugs and, and being in a, 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 a group that's looking like they're doing some nefarious things. They shoot basketballs. It's like money counters, loitering with weed, basketball. Love, peace, education, tolerance of others, Jesus. <laughs> Breaking windows. All right, but here's the thing. The thing I would need them to answer is, when you steal $30 out of that lady purse, do you really need an ATM counter? <laughs> 
<laughs> the buddy counter, the automatic buddy counter. <laughs> you know, you doing a steal at third. Exactly. Nobody's carrying cash. Sense, Where well, are you selling these purses? The real story. Maybe these fools ain't smart enough to count, Brandon. The real lens into this world, which might be burner being, you know, I don't know. I'm not just saying like burner. If you're giving away the goods on how they make, how they monetize this, you know, I'm saying who are the secondary sellers they're selling stuff to? Because you know, you can steal some nice stuff. You know, from tourists who are an unassuming guy, like you know their 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 lives and their luggage. But Thanks, where what do you do with man. it? Where does it go? You know, you have your life and your luggage these, for your uh, technologies, huh? You have your life and your luggage for your travel. Who's a traveler with all of that? I mean, they might get a computer here and there. Oh, yeah, some people maybe their lives are a, on their computer. Maybe a Nintendo Switch. Yeah, the computer. Some people were like, I just have my marriage certificate and my something else in there. Ain't nobody traveling no damn marriage certificate. They might have come to San Francisco to get married or just come back. I what don't the know. hell they coming to San Francisco to get married for? Why it's did you say place. marriage certificate? Dude, trying to make some shit up. They got no fucking idea what he's That's talking life. about. That's their life. Who the hell life? travel with a marriage certificate, Jared? Man, man, San Francisco used to be a tourist destination, Jared. It like, still people is. come here not just come get married. They come here to get bipped. <laughs> According to this movie, they also come here to get bipped. Man. <laughs> Just love you. Stupid as hell, man. This is the problem with Oakland's state of mind, man. They they state of mind is like, how can we stay so small and not grow this state of mind? You want to grow your state of mind, not just be sitting here folks on some silly shit. Town business. Though. All right. Well, here's what Burner had to say <laughs> about his movie. I got a movie called Splash City, all about the, uh, the bipping in the Bay Area. I really want to bring to life like Northern California crime stories and like just Northern California is untapped. Like if you really look at a lot of crime films or movies in general based on L.A. Well, especially York, on, a com- Chicago, on a commercial worldwide level. Yeah, there's nothing out to bay. And I feel like that's my job. Right. So my hobby now is just developing content uh, barrier based. Like, and it's fucked up because it's not really a hobby, I guess. It's like work. But that's what I like to do. Here, why are you following these ignorant ass people? Why would you? Okay, so you want to bring, you want to highlight crime in your city. That's what you want to do? You can't highlight the great culture of people. You want to highlight crime. I just feel like, I feel like, like Neil, and then here's the thing. He ain't talking about like a good Neil Nora movie he making, he creating, right? It's like, no, man, no, I want to highlight crime. Not a true detective story, not a not a detective story, not a like crime drama, just well, like not, a crime. Not even like a, a good storyteller crime. It's not like, all right, cool, this is a gangster, but he's kind of like let's get the, let's get to know his inner workings and like why he's yes. doing all this. What brought nah. him to this? And but philosophically he's trying to get out the game. If if it's a gangster that ends up killing people versus bipping, usually doesn't end up with people dying. There have been some bippers carrying weaponry, but and another thing Jared, that man, nothing Jared, about Jared, this. I'm trying to explain this, this stupid ass ignorant yeah, ass yeah. shit. <laughs> His ignorant ass. Why are you Jared's following man. people like yeah, this? Jared's being too positive about all Jared, this. Man, you gotta, you know what, Jared, man, you gotta, you might have to, man, we, we might, have to, we might have to have an intervention. That gotta be a day you. You only read books, man. No phone. Read, nigga. Yeah, yeah bookshelf behind Brandon there, Jared. You got to choose one book. To Those aren't DVDs. Free strike. Can I get the that's, that's better. <laughs> hey, hey, I guarantee the shit on DVD better than this shit you just played. I was like, wait, you call that a bookshelf? That's my DVD case. Hey, man, still actually, better. What you actually, I, I'm, I'm convinced that we should probably start start storing a lot of these dvds man i'm I'm, if you if if anybody's out there selling dvds i'm buying (laughs) telling you man they got people gonna want them hey 
hey, you get you got to own the media, man. You got to own the media because yeah, I think well, you pay your fourteen dollars fourteen dollars a month at Disney. They can choose whatever they want to put on there. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, but hey, remember that movie I like to watch? It was a Disney movie, right? Now nah, we ain't got it no more. Oh, I got a great idea, y'all. I, 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 hey, Brandon, I've been with you, man. I've been buying physical media again because I'm like, shit, they taking shit off. I watched a movie the other day and they changed part of the damn movie from the original. I say, oh, no, I got to go physical media now. I got a great idea, guys. Like, you know how people are tired of paying for streaming services. What if we create an OnlyFans where we get just like fine women to watch movies that are like good that we got on DVD that aren't on streaming platforms that people got to pay and they don't want to do paywalls. So they're like, I just condense it into my OnlyFans and they can mm-hmm. you upload that because you know, OnlyFans is also good about, you know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying, not let people pirate it off there, right? So like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you say that, Jared, man, I've been trying to figure out which, I'm trying to find me a good, I was going to ask Brandon that, Brandon, Brandon, I need you to find me a good thing that I program to rip stuff for OnlyFans. What, Save me some money during this inflation time. What was his nationality? I'm, I'm he, sure it's uh, out there. He was he ignorant was, black. Who? The Burner? Burner. What is He's he? black. I don't know if he was black. I don't know if he was. He looked black. Does that look like some man? That looked like the white part of him was just trying to bring down the whole community. Yeah, <laughs> it could be true. That, that look, was that looked think, real. He, he looked yeah. more like South Asian or Middle Eastern to me, bro. Nah, man. Uh, nah, nah, man. Look him up. Is, look him up, Jerry. If he, oh, he could be. Maybe you're right. Like here, maybe. Let's let's look at his. Uh... Yeah, that's oh, he's the, the owner of that stupid ass store, Cookies. The definition of a uh, culture vulture there. Hit that, hit that, hit that fucking, just, no, no, hit the fucking name, Jared, on the Wikipedia. Maybe we'll find it there. <laughs> He's apparently damn. a rapper, too. You know what, you know what, Brandon, for all the credit, look, look under early life. Uh, father Mexican rep was a chef at a Mexican restaurant. Arizona, father planned a restaurant during high school. Family moved to Arizona when? His name is Gilbert Anthony, is that Milan? What just happened? Just ask Rayon. Just text Rayon real quick, man. Burner fumbled. Rayon myself real quick. Who fumbled it? Dak? Dak, yeah. God damn it. Or the stupid fumble, too. No one back in the game with that fumble. Wait a minute. Shout out to the audience. Bear with us. The Cowboys playing football right now while we're recording. Mm-hmm. 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 Brought to you by High Score 510 Podcast. Yeah. All right. Anyways. Um... In the account subscriptions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so what is, is he? Is he <laughs> Milam? What is he? Hey man, just hey, just do the brown brown bag. I'm asking Ray. I could I could I could Google that too. You said when did he move to Arizona? Or is he from Arizona? If he's from Arizona, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ahead. Look, there's a question. What race is Burner from Cookies? Click on that, Jerry. It was a, it was a question. Yeah, right, Look, right there, right there. <laughs> God damn it, Jerry. Hundred <laughs> percent Mexican from Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and coin culture vulture. No, or you can do the Tyreek the sheet. He's a suspected white supremacist. <laughs> exactly. Uh, in other news, the NBA inaugural in-season tournament completed with the Los Angeles Lakers winning. What do you guys think about that? Or was the in-season tournament a success? Which one? Which question are we asking? Both? Oh, was it a success? And what'd you think about it? Yeah. It was, it was a success for the NBA. They're going to make a lot of money when, the, when that new TV deal come out at the end of this year when they're looking for. Because yeah. because a lot of people tuned in. So success success in that way. 
Was it success for your fantasy uh, structure? Was the structure of the tournament success for your fantasy league, Jared? Hell to the no, no, no. Do you see how many games are being played tomorrow? Every team plays, dude. <laughs> like, I don't know who the hell. I mean, I got to really leave someone good on the bench. It really fucked me up because there was days where it was one or two games going on. And then after that two one games. or two games, only two games, the next day, everyone was playing. And then was, the was, next day is only one or two games. So if you didn't have one a player on one or two of those teams, like basically it was like, yeah, there's a lot of. You have to figure out how to handle that because they were like Monday had two games from the end season tournament. Tuesday had two games. Wednesday had all the teams that weren't in the end season tournament. Wednesday had the two games from the end season tournament, the semifinals, right? And then Friday had all the teams that weren't in and and the four teams that lost on Monday and Tuesday played on that Friday. So it just really ruined fantasy. Mm -hmm. And then the championship game didn't count for fantasy stats. So basically there was no game on Saturday and Sunday. Basically everybody played two games. I think they should maybe just do like a special tournament week and just be like, boom, just almost like an all-star break, but it's a week long break. But, but like, that's against the point. The point of the NCAA tournament was to get the players to care, Mm -hmm. care and play through games in November. Yeah. When football's raging, when baseball just ended, but we're having mm. baseball award season and the winter meetings and signings, it was to get the players to care mm. because NBA know. I mean, I mean, Adam Silver, he's only been commissioner for I don't know how many years now, but he also was he was deputy commissioner under under David Stern. He mm. saw he knows during the heyday people will watch this on Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I was glued to the TV in college on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, glued to watching basketball. Right. And he knows people will watch. He knows it. Football expanded into Thursdays. Right. They expanded in other days. He's like, dude, I got to get the players to care. And then the fans will care. Mm-hmm. I got to give them something to play for. So he can't do it for a week. I don't know if you noticed, but the, the pool games that happened, the like the four games that each team's played for pool games, mm-hmm. they were all slated around like the first game of back to back for most teams to keep teams interested. There are also Fridays, Fridays where teams normally won't might sit somebody out, right? Because they're looking at the big game on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And so it, it, he was not going to do a week, Jared, because the whole point of the league was to keep the players interested, to keep the fans interested. But that's the thing. Like, so, so if they do it, through the the first part of the season like you have the games interspersed that are part of the schedule counts towards the schedule and mm-hmm. you work your way through it then at the culminating like have the in-season tournament working maybe like a, a little bit longer but like then have a uh, the the championship week where it's almost it's like an all-star break where oh, the, i agree the, the i agree you could do that last, last eight teams that have qualified will play on you know saying tuesday thursday saturday or something like that basically to get down to the final right like you could do that and that would be actually kind of tight like so I think that will be a better way than, you know, disrupting and having such a crazy fucked up schedule that's going to, you know, number one, affect the bottom line for some of the fantasy sports, which with the gambling component now is really big, but also just the continuity of the league. And I think you could you could really build like like all star weekend or or this week, building other things that highlight the 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 uh, run, nigga, run, crack a nigga, crack a nigga, run. I'm glad we got this on. I'm glad we got this recorded, man. 
Let's go. Sorry, I was trying to talk through that. I got to look. Sorry. And I knew it was coming because for some reason my TV now is ahead of Jared. And I knew it was coming. And I was just waiting. I was just waiting for it. And Jared was in to try to sound. Jared was doing his thing where he's sounding all educated and all that, speaking with big words. And then all of a sudden he interrupts himself to yell, run, nigga, run. Run, cracking, nigga, run. Run, cracking. <laughs> Jared started sounding like Umar Johnson right <laughs> No puppy walkers. Oh, my bad. Uh, excuse my outboist. <laughs> no puppy walkers on that one. No puppy walk. Go, puppy walker, go. Uh, yeah, bunny hopping nigga. Let's go. <laughs> um, anyways, that's what I was saying. But yeah, like build it out. Like it could be a celebration and a, it's a break for the players. It gives teams a week, a lot of teams, a week to give players rest, but they, they can also be at the festivities. It could be like a thing. And that, like, man, that that would be a great idea, and it would keep the continuity the the, the season going. I think in a way where, like, you ha- then two and a half months later, you have your All Star break. So it's like two breaks within the season where teams are like, all right, there's enough breaks in the season now where they can rest, or players or teams can get their shit right, right? Um, and you have a highlighted, you know, what I'm saying specialized uh, uh, game or, or or championship on the line. Um, how do you guys feel about the Lakers? Uh, Cam P. Funk, I know you're real critical of Darvin Ham, but him leading them to this title as the inaugural in-season tournament champions, does that display the championship pedigree as a coach that you're looking for in Darvin Ham? Even Darvin Ham himself said, LeBron had the players locked in. <laughs> and he said, let me say it in Darvin Ham, my Darvin Ham character voice. Uh, you know, LeBron, yeah, he really had the players locked in, man. Yeah, I didn't know what I was doing. Shit. <laughs> I was cheerleading. I was on the sideline cheerleading with the rest of the rookies. I wanted that $500,000. Me and my wife want to go to Jamaica. <laughs> right near the beach. Boy. No, LeBron had them locked in. LeBron had the players he wanted on the court. Mm-hmm. You know, he he even brought up Cam Reddish saying, hey, man, I see something defensively in this kid, which I have to agree. He's been playing some lockdown D. He has really been playing good D. And I see my man Vando comes back, and he – I'm really impressed. It seemed like their offensive rebound or their rebounding got better when he came back, and he's only playing 16 minutes a game. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, it's just like they're just locked in defensively. They look like – you when you got AD playing defense like that, and then you have those tall, they have tall guards. You got six, eight dudes, wing players. Well, you have AD, and and if guys lock in, oh, you can shoot. Yeah. You, can, you can tell them like really just press that perimeter on dudes. You have AD behind right. you. It's kind of like when the Warriors, although they didn't have the they didn't have like the most stout dudes, they had a lot of good defenders on the perimeter. They were able to overplay because Draymond was wiping shit out because nobody was you know able to finish at the hoop. Draymond Green, man, my boy Draymond Green. Oh yeah, man, he was tight, man. He was a rim protector. People play that. Well, Dray- that Draymond perimeter. Green is like the the best um, defender for this era because nobody has any skill to score mid range or get to the basket. So when Draymond's out there, yeah, no, Jared's right. Jared's right because he knew he basically knew where you was going because all y'all been doing out here when y'all practice is shoot threes and slam dunking. Mm-hmm. Y'all don't work uh, on any fundamentals, so it was easy for the it was easy for Draymond Green to play defense in the uh, between the block. Draymond's a really good uh, help defender, but we'll we'll get to some more Draymond stuff in a minute. But uh, yeah, 
I'll, I'll yeah, how he's washed up? <laughs> how are we talking about? <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> Brand is wondering what is there to talk about. I mean, did he choke somebody else this week? Did he? Yeah. Did he try to? Did he try to end someone else's life? I of think that choke move was good defense. <laughs> <laughs> In other news, Shohei Otani was signed by the Los Angeles Dodgers for seven hundred and fifty million dollars. Shohei, seven hundred actually, seven hundred million dollars. Uh, just a shade under Tom Brady's deal uh, to be a broadcaster. Commentator, that ain't done one day of. Still ain't done what work. But the I thought he relieved that contract. I don't, I don't think it starts until yeah. he, till he Whenever works. Whenever he wants to, I think it's just I don't think he don't do it. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, I don't think he is either. I think he might now that he's uh, separate from G- Giselle. He got. Nah, I think I think he's like in retirement life and going and doing what he wants to do when he wants to do it. Yeah, that commentating job is not it's not an easy job. You, know, yeah. you got to visit with the teams. Yeah. You go early, yeah. You, it's you just like playing early. Football, you visit with both teams. You <laughs> yeah. meet with both coach. You meet with the coaches. Yeah. You talk to players. But you work yeah. hard for about you know a good yeah, six, yeah, six to four days. Six, six to eight months a year. You That's work true. hard, and then you have like basically a, like obviously they'll pull you in to maybe do some like interviews and whatever you want to do. What happened to the days of the fools doing multiple sports like Pat Summerall? Uh, probably contracts and stuff like that. Pat Summerall did did football and he was golf amazing at golf. Nah, but here's the thing, man. So when you say that, but then you hear Stephen A. talk about UFC, you're like, all right, well, maybe we yeah, need an actual yeah, UFC person. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen A. Talk trying about- to UFC stuff is not <laughs> MMA is not his. He's yeah. You don't want to make an enemy out of me. <laughs> he can't say that to MMA guys because he might actually get choked. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they'll, they'll, they'll pay whatever up. they got to pay. They'll pay yeah, whatever they'll, they got to pay. Yeah, they'll pull up on you. Can't beat your girlfriend. <laughs> they'll beat their yeah. girlfriend and then yours. <laughs> they'll fight your kids. You don't think I'll do it to your woman? I did it to mine. It's crazy, motherfuckers. Um, yeah, anyways, uh, yeah, Shohei Otani signed for $700 million. Um, and it's reported the A's were in heated discussions, reported by Casey Pratt, that they were in the in it to the end. Um, but he decided to choose uh, the Dodgers after the A's offer was uh, $1 a year for 700 million no. years. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought the A's offer was $1 million a year for 70 years. No, no, it was $1 a year for 70 million, 700 million years. <laughs> A new Cretaceous period could gotta, start by the time that clause uh, that contract is up. Yeah, right. Yeah, instead of a no trade clause, there's a will we will trade you clause. <laughs> hey, what is Magic Johnson? Do we have any commentary on Magic Johnson talking about the big signing of Shohei Tani? Yeah, yeah, he uh, uh, he sent out a tweet. I'm not gonna be here. <laughs> what did the tweet he did. say? He said, "Look, this is the biggest Dodger deal ever. We signed Shohei Tani for seven hundred million dollars." It was a very intelligent tweet. Make me wonder who he got writing for him. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, on, yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he did. He did admit he does not write his own tweets. Yeah, it was very <laughs> intelligent. It was a very good tweet. Well, it wasn't was like anything before. like funny or anything. It was just it was standard, but it was good. And I said, "Damn, who he got writing for him? Not a single mistake in it." Mm-hmm. Well, whoever he had writing writing for him before was so obvious. Hmm. 
Shohei Otani. I need Micah Parsons to start getting his hands up when he's running up. These quarterbacks are going to try and get rid of him. Put your hands up. Tip those passes more. God damn it. got the Otani contract just to calm some baseball people down who are hating on the Dodgers right now. He's not getting all that money right now. So a lot of it's deferred. Deferred, like, not. And, I mean, he's still, I think it works out to, like, during that 10 years, he's going to get, like, $400 million, $450 million or so. And then the other, like, almost two fifty to three hundred million comes after he retires. Sort of like that. How that? Oh, she's cute. Wow. Sorry, you saw her. Did you see her? Fine. I used to like beige-looking women, but she was fine. The one sipping on the straw? No, the one that was to the left of that. I didn't see her. I didn't see that. I didn't see no. I didn't see no woman. I gotta yet. rewind and take a picture and send to y'all. It was to the left of the girl sipping on the straw. So you guys, you guys get stuck at the wrong thing. So they showed the girl sipping on the straw, <laughs> and the next picture was a guy wearing an Eagles hat, and she was in the background. God, dog, I'll be back. Hold on. You're in a Cowboys hat, Jared. Oh, so Otani, uh, a pitcher and uh, a batter, a plus pitcher, one of the better pitchers in the league. Not, not the probably not in the top five most elite pitchers, but uh, was actually putting up actually elite numbers this past year. So it could put up those numbers. But what do you guys think is the best way for the Dodgers to use and deploy him? Should he be a guy that they are going to be, you know, what I'm saying having as pitching and hitting? Or do you think they should move him solely to just be a batter? Well, uh, so this well, this coming year, he's not going to pitch at all because he had that uh, elbow surgery last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's only going to be back this year. But I think he could do both, man. I think it's one of the, one of the rare people who, who who's shown – that they consistently do both. Yeah, man, I think you pay somebody that kind of money, man, you, you expect him to do – like, you wouldn't pay him that much money if he was just Mike Trout, right? If he's just out there playing, you know, outfield every day, he might get $100 million less. But because he could pitch and mm-hmm. he can win some games for you, I think that makes it makes it all the, all, all the better. Uh, for for him to get to, for him to make make use of that money, and I mean it's baseball, it's individual team sport too. So, I mean, there's only so much you can do with him. It's not like you're gonna put him in some special position. Mm-hmm. Where like, hey, you gonna stand like this and we'll change the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Something stupid like that. So yeah, no, I feel you. That's right, bitch. Jesus, <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, man. Fourth down, lying. stop. Let's go. I just realized I wasn't live when Jared yelled that. I do agree, though. Uh, I think I think they they do intend on having him pitch, but I think that they should reduce his pitching because he's he's a forty home run type bat. He's a high you know high on base percentage, high uh, batting average batter. He's he's a he's a legit bat. Like like I don't want that wrist, you know, what I'm saying because of some shit in his labrum or in his elbow, and and that you know sidelining him or stopping him from being able to be the maximum bat. Like he, like. Like, yes, he's a good pitcher. He's a very good pitcher. He can be really tight, but it's the the one thing that will, you know, most most certainly be the the deciding factor of his health. And so I think that they should, you know, reduce him to maybe being a bullpen guy, like a setup guy slash, you know, when they need a hold. But otherwise, I think they need to really just like focus him on being that Batman. It's, it's, there's no way that he can't he can't help you win a title when you got a dude who can that can that can rake like that especially from the left side of the of the plate ag3 page are you guys excited as dodger fans to see japan coming through no. with the superstar i wanted to i wanted the dodgers to get deeper right i wanted to use that money get deeper maybe get a couple 
of um, set a couple of bullpen pieces. With that m- amount of money, you get high-end bullpen pieces, a couple other things, maybe a second baseman. Well, no, because Mookie's moving to full-time second baseman now. Yeah. Um, but I was very excited. I'm very excited that well, I'm excited he didn't go to the Giants and that and that the Giants didn't get him. That was the that was the main piece. I was hoping he'd go to Seattle, man. You know what I'm saying? Be the next Ichiro. They're not a big enough market for him, man. He had money to make too, Jared. There's a lot of money, yeah. man. Uh, he does have the yeah. good. He's a big strapping guy, good looking. You know, there's a lot of money. When do you, you he, think he, Hollywood he, will ruin his ability? He was already in L.A., Jared. <laughs> no. Yeah, Hollywood Anaheim is, is not L.A. Though, Aaron, come on now. We no, know but it's Anaheim. still a big market. Aaron, Aaron, Aaron. You think you? Okay, you, think okay. you Aaron. How far is Orange it, County. Aaron. Orange County has more. It's people at least than the two Bay hours area. with traffic. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you this. Orange County has more people in it than the whole Bay Area. Yeah, but still, so is that L.A. is L.A. It's still a large market, though. That, they changed the name to LA so they can get that market, so they can get that I know, recognition. But it's still, what I'm saying is still a large market. That New that's York. like that's like people saying like uh, 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 San Jose is the Bay Area. You know, yeah, technically, I guess you're part of the Bay Area, but you're gonna remove from uh, the actual tell, Bay. The truth, the truth is, Jared, if it's moderate traffic from Aaron's parents' house, from Aaron's house, it's thirty minutes to get to Disneyland. And the angels right across the street. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's no traffic. Because I used yeah, to do that drive work. every day. I used to do the drive every day. Is this 30, like literal 30 minutes or LA no, 30, minutes? 30 minutes? 30 minutes. The 30 minutes to people minutes. in LA, I've noticed, is like 50 minutes to an hour. No, it's no. really 30 minutes. I, Jared, me and Aaron Pops worked in the same area. <laughs> yeah, they worked there. They worked there. They went every morning. We went every morning. 30 minutes. Okay. Okay. Well, it's just he, 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 it's a bigger market than Seattle. Seattle is too small of a market, Jared. Seattle mm-hmm. doesn't, Seattle's not, not even in the top 10 biggest cities in the United States, right? And it's like, dude, it would have been a big drop off to go from LA to that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, like, you racist, know, man. You think he want to be close to Asia or some shit like that? Yeah. yeah. Well, I, well, and then, yeah. And then, I mean, probably, well, that's one thing they said. Jared wanted to play in Hawaii. <laughs> I want him to go back to Japan and play there. He's gonna get that market locked. <laughs> go back to China. Buddy. He can go back to China. Where the fuck he's from. Um Yeah. Shout out to my Asian brethren though for becoming the highest paid ba- player in baseball history. Uh I believe, right? Yeah, highest paid biggest contract ever, right? Biggest yeah, man. ever. It's bigger than the la- the two biggest contracts before this one. Was Aaron Judge and um, who was the free agent the year before that? Harper, uh, Trout, Harper. No, I think it was Harper. It was Harper. No. Aaron Judge yeah, and Harper. Trout, yeah, but it, Trout got more money than Harper, though. Yeah, but here's the crazy thing: that you take the two biggest contracts, and they still add up less than what he just got. Well, uh, shout out to Shohei Itani. The Dodgers better win. They have four of the last or three of the last four or five See? MVPs on their squad now. So if they don't win, uh, it's a major choke job. No, man. Here's the thing. No, it's not as baseball. We we start to that kind of money. They have revenue sharing. Like, winning is like the most irrelevant thing about this whole thing. Mm -hmm. Like, they're not like they're not thinking about winning. Like, they're talking about having Shohei Otani, and they can show they're gonna try to play that game everywhere around Asia. This whole thing to get their own TV deal, and like he's gonna bump that valuation for the team by by at least a billion dollars just by bringing in just bringing in more market market share for the Dodgers. Yeah, they so talk about how much money was is <laughs> that Japan spends on Shohei Otani. 
just play people flying to the game and on his suit, on his items, his jerseys, things like that. Dodgers stand to make a lot of money. They're going to make their 700 million back easy. And it seems like the Dodgers who already basically own like Mexico and like Central America. Yeah. As far as like being the baseball team of their choice, mm-hmm. like to get Shohei Otani now. It's like, all right, cool. We're going to now yeah, use his influence to get, yeah, to get this money too. North yeah, Korea. They're going to be like, hey, man, we're going to do an exhibition game in, in Tokyo next year or some shit like that. Like, they're, they're going to work that in there somehow. Any, anybody with, I'm surprised you're not a fan, Jared. Anybody with tight eyes. Is... <laughs> <laughs> well, let me get off this camera real quick while he, before Pedro starts talking. In other news, the BCS is back. As. The college football playoff committee, I mean the BCS, decided to leave out 13-0 Florida State from the national championship playoffs. What do you guys think about that? Honestly, I think, you know what, Georgia should be in front of them too. <laughs> damn, damn. They, won, they won 29 games in a row, and they lost one game by three points. They should be in the playoffs. That wasn't a regular season game, I had. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I think they need to get rid of the champ, the the divisional champ, the conference championship games. Mm-hmm. Oh, did yeah. I just break up? No, no. I heard you. Good. I'm watching the Cowboys game. Oh, he, he did freeze. Oh, there you go. You back? You froze for a second. There it is. No, well, I was saying I think they should get rid of the uh, the conference championship games. Yeah. So what I what I think is going on with that is like everybody said, it, it's got to be television. You lost your number one player, your, your leader. We can't put that crap on TV. I don't give a damn about your defense, okay? <laughs> you don't give a shit about your defense. You're not going to come up here with no crappy backup true freshman or whatever the hell he is. Uh, we need we need that. We need the star. What's the dude that got hurt? What's the kid's name? Uh, exactly. Exactly. Uh, Nobody was watching. He was good, though. He, <laughs> was, he good. was good. He was balling. Jordan Travis, I think Jordan. That's Jordan, huh? Yeah, Jordan Travis. Shout out to Cracker Coon, nigga Ferguson. Heard of that motherfucker? That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I feel like uh, I feel like it's it's a travesty what happened though to Florida State. Um, Aaron, what were you saying about them getting rid of the uh, the championship game though? So I think they should get rid of the championship game. Yeah. I know this might sound crazy to Brandon. I don't like the conference championship games because like Georgia, they won a division, right? Mm-hmm. Like stop having these huge conferences where it's like, oh, now we got to have a championship game. Like Ohio State got screwed. They got screwed because they also lost one game and they don't get to play in the championship game because they're in the same division as Michigan. So where does Michigan go? They go play in some weak-ass Iowa, Iowa, Iowa who didn't even care about being there and they trounced them. They didn't even play well. And it's just like, dude, the championship well. game. Georgia... 29 straight regular season. To be honest, they didn't lose a single game. That's not part of the regular season. That championship game. Yeah, I, I do agree with Brandon. They they part better. I believe Georgia is better than Florida. It should be. I mean, they Florida they had to take Florida State out. Man, they had to do it. it, it just no one was wanted to watch them. Right. It's about making money. Well, you know, you know, it's funny. I, I saw a stat that said, yeah, they got to play Iowa, and Iowa was like a good team, but Iowa is. Iowa, no, no, no. I don't 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 start this shit on this show again. 
Iowa is terrible. terrible. They got fans out in Iowa wearing punt shirts. But like this, the Iowa, the, there are more people at the Iowa women's basketball game than the Iowa football game. Well, did you guys yeah. see that? I saw carrying Iowa is the damn is is. Uh, I saw I saw a stat in the car. I saw a stat online that uh, about Iowa and their offense. Now they have a good D. They always play good D, and they have usually have a they tend to have a decent running game, and they just play like that style of football. They don't have a passing game. That's why they keep sending out tight ends. Like people are gonna be tight with these tight ends, but. There was a stat saying that they had more punt yards than scrimmage yards this season. Hold on. Yes. Do you know that Iowa had over 1,000 yards more punting than offense this year? They had 3,052 yards offense, 4,119 punting yards. They were 133 out of 133 on offense. They were first out of 133 on punting. That's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, the generational talent, man. generational talent. <laughs> Move the punt game. There. Uh, that's tight. They, you know what? Uh, their punter, I hope, gets drafted. You know, what I'm saying for proving that he can, <laughs> he can put up more yards than uh, uh, than any any quarterback in the Big Ten. You know, the other person I blame though in this situation is obviously Sonny Dykes. And that motherfucker, I blame him for the downfall of Cal's good football program that produced quality pros for years under oh, Tedford oh, or even before oh, Tedford. Cal produced good quality NFL products, players, right? Once Sonny Dykes came, he basically just shit the bed of recruiting and getting the, the type of players that Cal was able to put out there. Like, And it hasn't been the same since. Now, you know, uh, the new head coach at Cal is, you know, working on that. But Sonny Dykes fucked it up, right? Because Sonny Dykes put on that dog shit of a performance in the national championship last year with TCU. TCU got blown out with a 40-something to 7. You know, I saw certain people talking about, you know, thing. that's the reason why this happened. They don't want to have that questionable, like, team that has some glaring deficiency in their in their personnel, whether it's due to injury or just them being kind of a, a um, what do you say, a fluke team or a flash-in-the-pan team that it really doesn't match up. And so they uh, they said, fuck it, we're going to put a team that we know is going to give us a, a certain style of football, and we'll match these teams up and go with it. And and, and, and the BCS is back. <laughs> exactly what it is. The BCS is back. But fuck you, Sonny Dykes, for fucking everything up. What? I'm trying to remember when Cal was his powerhouse of his school. No, no, no. I didn't say they were. I didn't say they were a powerhouse. I said they produced good pros. Cal always has produced good pros. You look but at a lot the players, of schools produce pros, man. A lot of schools. No, no, produce, a lot of schools produce pros, and they're players that you can forget about. But Cal produces players that are like perennial, either all pros on the O line, some of their O linemen, or are all pros wherever else they play. You got Keenan Allen, you got uh, Cam Jordan, you had uh, uh, Marshawn Lynch, you had Alex Mack, you had there's another center, Unger, right? Didn't he already went to Oregon? But anyways, they've produced good players. They've always produced like the players that they have. Shane Vereen, Javid Best, if he just, you know, wasn't a track star. <laughs> he should have. Javid Best should have stuck to running track, dude. <laughs> he should have stayed running track. But no, no, they, they produce good players. They they have produced good players, right? Yeah, but you can say, you say the same thing about, about Stanford times times three, whatever. You can say the same thing about Oregon times four. Like, they produce way more pros than Right Cal now, like, in the last, like, 10 to 15 years, I can you can name 
we could go list for list on like quality pros, like other than like the major powerhouses, and Cal's gonna be up there competing with the quality level of pros that they have with a lot of other top programs. I I call like per capita, Cal puts out good players. They don't have they don't they get all the good players. They it's, put out it's good not a per capita pros. thing. Per they capita, all gotta save my players. They gotta save my players. Every team has my players. Yeah, but Alabama has all the all the five star recruits and all the dudes who are all just like ready to go to the NFL, except they gotta do the requisite three years and they could just well, churn no, out they, they could churn out 12 to 15 picks every they draft all, or more but they but they still have to play the games Jared. they still have to put the tape out there for somebody to evaluate it they still go to the combine still get evaluated with every other player out there all i'm saying before they is get that, drafted. it's not like hey you're a four some some high school reporter said you're a four-star recruit so now guess what you go into the league in three years jared's gone sonny dykes <laughs> fucked him up <laughs> well fucked him up to the number one pick god damn well, no, he just had the best arm talent in that in that draft class. That was really what it was. Sonny Dykes did not did not show off what Jared Goff could really do, and he didn't help him with his learning process. So, like Jared Goff was still like a puppy dog when he came in the NFL, but his arm talent is there. His ability to hit certain windows is there in a vertical passing game. That's why he was the number one, you know, rated QB coming out of high school, and that's why he was the number one pick. Not because you know, what I'm saying he lit the world on fire. They were throwing. He was basically just throwing hot routes the whole time. You know, like the the one receiver, the bunch one receiver would just step, turn to him, he'd throw it out to him. Little screen routes all day. Barely ever throwing the ball down the field. Sonny Dykes did not use him the way he should have been. All right, so let's look at this, right? So based on this, right? Now talking about quality of player. On the NFL rosters, there are 364 SEC players, right? There are 288 Big Ten players. Mm-hmm. There are 213 ACC players. <laughs> There's 207 Big 12 players. There's 178 Pac-12 players. 178. Can we break that down by team? We can't break that down by team. Cal. Because according to, according to Jerry, Cal had him. Cal had him. No, you got to go. Like, it's been, what, six years, seven years since Sunny Dice came in, ruined shit, and then flipped everything back over. And now they're, they're rebuilding a different way. See, so, but here's the, here's the thing, though, Jared. We can't say Sunny Dice ruined things, but then was in the national title playoff with the next TV coach and was winning before he got to Cal. So there's something he, he about took over that team, culture. Brandon. That team, that no, team, that team, he, that team he took over at TCU. Recru- oh, they yeah. are no, even at too. TCU. That was his first year at TCU. It's weird. Sonny Dyke's best year is always his first year somewhere because <laughs> yep. he got other people's t- talent. Look what Sonny Dyke's did with TCU this year. They were horrible. It's I'm ridiculous. I have to agree with Jared on this. I'm one, just saying. Man. Fuck you, Sonny Dyke. You fucked up. And Brandon, let's go look at Cal. Look, look up just like Cal football pros nfl players and you read the names and you're gonna say oh that guy was a good player that guy was a good player that guy was a good player player." all right tell me give me another pac-12 team stanford usc 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 is oregon no stanford Stanford, no stanford no stanford was not does not do better than cal for pros andrew luck is the only person that you can really think of right now right Tell me somebody else that's been Stanford that's like a baller right now, that's been a baller in the last 10 years where you're like, oh, yeah, I see all these players coming from Stanford that I'm like, that guy's really good. Well, let's, uh, let's look it up, Jerry. We all got the internet. Let's we we got to worry about this. Let's look it up, nigga. <laughs> you don't know yeah, that now, I don't nah, have three hours for you to figure out how the internet works. Yeah, I don't know Sorry. how to do so, Yeah, Brandon, you put on the glass and everything, man. I expect you to be better at me. Brandon, if you, <laughs> said, if you said I got a power to look and find people up real quick, certain certain – Certain certain people online will quick. Jared, Jared got the opposite. I got the opposite. He got the, yeah. the reboot a lot ago. I mean, sitting there like, what, what, where do I click? Where do I click? Benny, where's the hash? In the middle of the cabinet on the third shelf. That's not hash. It's tuna fish. 
Well, shit, make some tuna then. You got to do something about them eyes, Benny. You got my mouth all ready for hash and eggs, and you ain't got no hash. You can't keep fucking with me that way. Bitch, please. Oh, bitch, please, my ass. Do you want a sandwich? If it's not too much trouble. Don't get smart with me, Benny. He's the dumbest ass in captivity. All right, let's see. It. Brandon Meebane, nice. Reagan Upshaw. Who was the left tackle for your boy? Uh, what's his name? Played ten years. All right, Glenn. Terry Glenn. Glenn. He was dope. He was Hall of Fame. Yeah, player? that wasn't that wasn't a Tedford recruit. Terry Glenn. No, was no. There I'm saying I'm saying before Tedford. Those Brandon Meebane. No, I'm saying before before Tedford, Cal was still putting out good pros. You're right. You're right. They did put out Tony Gonzalez. They put out, but they had a lot of solid. Kyle players, Bowler, man. come on now. <laughs> all right, all right. Seriously, that so this, so this was, right, so this Nick one Harris, was the punter, Nick Harris, the punter. Yeah, Doug O'Brien. All right, so this this goes they, back. Brian Long, So they have Aaron Rodgers, Cal, John. Oh, I forgot Stanford. about him. They got Tony Gonzalez, Cal, Richard Sherman, Stanford. John Lynch, Stanford. Cameron Jordan, Cal. You got Marshawn Lynch, Cal. Uh, Ernie Nevers, he played in the 20s. Don't count. Uh, Andrew Luck, Stanford. Uh, let's see. Let's see. James, James Lofton, Stanford, by the way. Chris McCaffrey, Stanford. Oh, yeah. David DeCastro, Stanford. Alex Mack, Cal. Hardy Nickerson, Cal. Top, <laughs> top 12 players from both schools. Those some those some dope players though. Those right? some dope players, but both some sides. of those players are way more spread out for Stanford than you get. Dude, I'm just telling you that if you kept going down that list, you'd see more and more Cal players. You'd be like, oh, that was a good pro. And I'm not saying they're all like you know Hall of Fame players necessarily, but they're good pros that play longer than the average NFL player. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Foster. Uh, what's his name? Is the running back? Come on, tackle that nigga. Justin Forsett. I'm sorry, my bad. I got excited. I get excited sometimes. Go down, yeah, nigga. Uh, don't forget Marvin, Marvin Jones, the wide receiver. Marvin Jones, yeah. Yep. I'm telling you, man, Cal puts out good products. They put out good products since the early 90s. Through I, Jared, I will, Brandon, 20, I will agree with Jared on this. Is that they do put out good products for exactly how, for especially how crappy the team can't win games. No, no, yeah. They're never, uh, they're they never, they can't like win a, a bowl game. They can't, they can't be a threat to win the Pac 12. Never a threat. But somehow they get a lot of pros. And I think it's because of, you know, they were getting some of those secondary players from like the USC's and and, and whatnot. You know, it, it was it, they got some good players. They got some good players. Anyways. Fuck you, Sunny Dykes. Well, let's get to Cutty Corner Shoutouts. Cutty Corner Shoutouts. Cutty Corner Shoutouts is the segment in the show where everyone gets a chance to rank, complain, or highlight something positive in the world. Cutty Corner shoutouts, Cutty Corner shoutouts. It's time, it's, it's time. time. Cutty Corner. We're burning now. God, if you listen, hell. So cold, I'm bleeding now, now, now. I meant what it meant. Gonna let you down. He had sex with my mama. We're broken. Aaron, do you have a Cutty Corner shout out? Yeah, my Cutty Corner shout out goes out to millennials, which I usually do, but I could frame it to what this reason is for this one. Mine is the millennials, the millennials not understanding of the power of physical media, right? And, and, and what we gave up by going everything to digital. So I've always been a guy that bought discs for PlayStation, video games, Blu-ray, all that. 
And but recently, you know, they just made it too easy. They start doing things like the movie will come out two months before it come out on on Blu-ray on on digital media. So I was like, all right, well, let me just buy this. Okay, saves me space. I don't have to buy the DVD version and then put in the code to get the digital. You know, I got I got them all now. I just go straight to digital. But then I start noticing things, right? Like movies I seen, Demolition Man. Did I did I mention this in Cutty Corner before? With Demolition Man. Remember how they went to uh, Taco Bell? Mm-hmm. But because mm-hmm. of licenses of this and that, watch the version of <laughs> Demolition Man with, with you know Wesley Snipes and Arnold uh, Sylvester Stallone. And instead of going to Taco Bell, it said Pizza Hut, and they they edited the voice to say Pizza Hut. I was like, "What, what? the fuck is this, dude?" Movies are art. And then I started noticing video games are artwork. They're all art. You know, George Lucas fucked up his own art, right? When he when he changed part of Star Wars, their artwork, their pieces. We love them and how they are. You don't see someone saying, "Hey, let me take this Mona Lisa, the original Mona Lisa, hire an artist to go ahead and uh, uh, put her eyebrows on fleek because they ain't on fleek like we have them now, right? They don't do shit like that. I don't even know if the Mona Lisa have eyebrows." But what I do know is that it's art. You don't change art, right? You don't change the story. You don't change. I'm back into the physical media game, right? Because it's just, it's BS, this digital media. Let me tell you another part of it. My dumb ass got impatient and bought a PS5 several months back, right? I wanted to get it for the new FIFA. I wanted to get it for the new, before the new uh, Call of Duty come out, this and that. Now, because I was so impatient, I bought the digital version, right? So it doesn't take a disc. It's all digital. Man, I totally got screwed, man, during Black Friday. Games I wanted were like 40 bucks digital. I got to buy all my games in the PlayStation Store now, right? 40 bucks PlayStation Store were 30 bucks in Target and Walmart, right? 25 bucks. Shit's on sale. I can't take advantage of it because I got this stupid-ass digital-only PS5. This would be the last digital-only PS5. Young millennials, stand up. Stop getting digital shit. Stand. There's a reason. There's a reason we have physical things, dude. Because guess what? We can get it for cheaper. When Target and Walmart are just want to sell the products on the shelf too long, and they're like, hey, or they want to battle each other, they're going to lower prices. PlayStation ain't got no reason to battle. Ain't lowering they every now and then something will be lowered in price to match the stores, but that is rare. And then when they do go in down in price, they don't go down as low as it does as it does in the store. So my millennials, please stand up. Please make smart decisions. Stop trying to take shortcuts in life, right? Digital media is not a shortcut in life. Streaming, I there's no problem with owning a CD and owning your own music. It sounds better, people. It sounds better. Stop buying shitty ass vinyl for $35 and 40 bucks of vinyl. The vinyl, yes, okay, the sound has that vinyl sound, but that's just nostalgic you're paying for. Nostalgia. Fuck nostalgia, dude. I want the better, clearer sound. I want the studio sound. CDs is where it's at. Best thing about having physical games is like if I want to play the game, I say, hey, you got that game? Let me borrow it for a second. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I can't even let people borrow it. And then here's a, and here's another worst part about it too, B plus. When when companies lose those licenses, are they only written for so many years? So like for example, for example, on PS3, I downloaded Afterburner. Thank God I didn't delete it because I went to go. I was like, hey, I wonder if I could can't purchase it anywhere. Afterburner, even when it came out, because because of the whole licenses thing, you can't purchase it anywhere. So luckily, it's still downloaded on my PlayStation Four, but. Yeah. 
like digital games, you cannot, if they lose the license, they'll take it off. So if it's not downloaded on your system at that time, you won't be able to download it later. I download a bunch of movies just because I'm part-time pirate. I guess full-time, I mean, transition full-time pirate. But let's have all these like all these movies on hard drives all over the place but i was like no dvds are pretty cheap now people will sell them for like a dollar or two dollars here and there man and like there's some movies that at some point like weren't popular enough to just kind of stay perpetually on online so like just to get the physical copy of them to have them number one to be able to watch them later and then not have somebody else like you say fuck with them to change the wording or take scenes out because somebody decided they were racist 30 years later uh, that's important man like to be able to own own the own the art or at least pay, pay, pay for what like actually pay for something get something tangible for exactly. shout out uh, to crypto Pedro do you have a cutty corner shout out yeah, but I'm having a brain fog, so I'm going to get to uh, Brandon. I want to bring up, I was going to bring up an FMCSA thing is in the trucking. So go to Brandon first. He's got one. FMCSA. Oh, I hear about this. All right. Brandon, do you have oh, yeah, a corner shout out? Oh, yeah, I got two two pretty quick ones. Uh, we were out in uh, Mexico uh, for Thanksgiving. Uh, nice time. Um, I think we went at a pretty good time for Thanksgiving. There wasn't, I mean... There wasn't as many as many white people as I, I thought there was going to be, so that was always good to just see, feel get like a, a local feel for the place. Yeah. Um, now, the thing that happens when you travel outside the country is like you get accustomed to people not speaking your language, right? And the thing about that is you just assume nobody speaks your language, so then you just start talking about people, <laughs> people as if they don't know what the fuck's yeah. going on. So we're stayed like so we stayed in in the Centro neighborhood in Oaxaca, and directly across the street is a nightclub. It was fine. It wasn't super loud, but like it was, it was definitely a nightclub. Um, but anyway, like I go out to go uh, to get some tacos late 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 one night or whatever, and these two like Americans are talking. They're um, I guess they had like just hooked up or something like that, and so they're just standing there talking while she's like waiting for a, ta- a cab or something like that. And she's and they're like, oh, had a good, had a nice time, yada, 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 right? And then she asks, oh, well, what what do you like about me? <laughs> this dude basically says, I like when I smack your ass the way it bounces back. And I was like, what? <laughs> so, so, <laughs> I was like, what? What am I listening to right now? That's the race of these people, Brandon. <laughs> now, these are two white people. Yeah. <laughs> And I was like, I've never thought to say that, to say anything from in that realm to anybody on the on the street <laughs> on a busy ass street, <laughs> especially when I'm getting ready to say bye to them. Like, to hook it up, like, oh yeah, what do you like about me? What? <laughs> and she just took that as an answer. I was just mind blown. Like, number one, that he said it, but just how well she took that as like a like an actual compliment about what he likes about her. <laughs> Just, I was just mind blown. So like, of course, it goes out to me and just how that's lived in my brain for the last couple of weeks <laughs> since Thanksgiving week. Uh, yeah, man. But uh, yeah, man. Shout out to those people. Hopefully, they uh, they're all doing well and they uh, have clear uh, STI tests. <laughs> maybe, maybe they, maybe they met up and they decided to start a relationship. Dude, that's a rough way to start a relationship. That is a 
I don't know. <laughs> uh, people need different different ways of affirmation. Different forms of affirmation can do it for you, Brandon. Uh, like throw that ass pop up and down when I snap it. <laughs> I like the way your titties sag in my mouth. Exactly. Like you're a little too honest. Yeah. Maybe maybe he's just too honest. Yes, too I honest. like I like the way you take my dick in your cooter and then make a squeak. Sound. Oh, just <laughs> yeah, just highly irregular. Pietro, do you have a cutty corner shout out? Yeah, so this is gonna be racist. <laughs> oh man, let me turn off my camera. Disclaimer, yeah, disclaimer. Uh, this is gonna be racist. So, okay, so the FMCSA had rules of uh, bringing in. Um, I guess more regulations when it comes to uh, training and schooling of new truck drivers. Now, this is going to be sexist and racist, by the way. I should have mentioned, Brandon. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So I don't understand why they didn't do this before. Now they're, they, you know, we're, we're our industry wants to be, it's already regulated. We have, uh, we have electronic logs. We have automatic trucks. We got autonomous trucks that all those companies are failing because, uh, yeah, y'all computer systems, yeah, uh, software isn't uh, flawless, people. You can't, you want to take software and put it in the very biggest thing on the highway. Bad idea. Kind of. Kind of. Because I see where they were going. Because they allow so many immigrant truckers. Uh, what kind of truckers? Immigrant, immigrant, <laughs> immigrant truckers. Immigrant. Immigrants? Immigrants. This how it sounded? This magic moment. <laughs> is that, a, is that a hybrid between an immigrant and a gimp? Yeah, Pedro don't read. He has a hard time with with his E's and R's. Um, especially, I don't know why they come or they had this this big idea. I know there. I think one of the biggest companies in California is owned by a uh, Indian gentleman. I'm not going to say any names. I'm not going to say any names, but it's owned by uh, Indian gentleman. So he had the idea. Hey, we'll just bring. Our people to America, they can drive these trucks, make a living, yada, yada. This will all work out, right? Well, here's the problem. These people can't read or write English. And he said I was ugly and I couldn't read. So if you can't read. (laughs) Pedro needs some people that that can speak American, goddammit. Can you tell me what that means? Exactly. You need to be able to speak American. Let me tell you why. There's millions of videos. So you you guys algorithms probably watch you probably see videos of truckers driving down the highway and hitting a, a low bridge. Okay? You're probably seeing truckers going down a street that says no trucks. You probably seeing all these videos online because of me. Guys driving off the road uh are not not using a CB. Now, this is one thing I, I agree with the uh, racist, the racist white man out there <laughs> that used to CB radios, cowboy boots, and all that stuff. CB radios used to save lives. 
Nobody's using them no more. Nobody's talking to me. You know why? Because they're talking poo jab. Oh, uh, no, the Hispanics are using them. So I, think, I give the Hispanics credit. The Hispanics are still using their CB radios, okay? What? But the Indians don't know what a CB radio is, okay? Because the Native American ran away. He said, the Persian poo jabs and poo nannies cannot use CB radios, okay? And they're trying to regulate. Everything oh. we do because these dudes cannot drive. We're throwing me a freaking boon here, Scott. They can't drive. These these kids. And I'm gonna go to the Negroes next. The niggas they all had got the PPP loans. It's like, oh, we're gonna open up a country uh uh a trucking company. We're gonna put these holes in these trucks. These females. They put a lot of y'all see a lot of these female influencers out there. They out in the truck stop selling pussy and driving trucks. <laughs> okay. They selling pussy. They putting their pussy on TikTok. <laughs> they out there driving trucks in the back of other trucks. Oh they out there tearing up trucks in the parking lot. It's, the whole industry is a complete mess because you made it way too easy. Deregulation. Well, yeah, it made it, well the deregulation made it way too easy. It's just just simple reading and writing. In, in in classroom activity, if you have longer trucking schools, you can probably train a lot of the bad stuff out of it. Or it would actually, if you had the trucking schools was longer, you would root out all the people that really don't know how to drive. These these trucking schools now, and they get everybody's getting into it. Everybody's gotten in the trucking industry, especially over the pandemic. Everybody had bought a truck with a PPP loan. They're buying bobtails, they're buying pickup trucks, whatever they can to move, you know, transportation. They're buying all of that. And nobody really has the love of or one that has the heart and the love to want to drive. You got to want to do that. It's not just a business to get into, oh, I can make a quick buck. No, it's all it you have to love what you do. And and we got a lot of foreigners coming in, man. They can't they can't read or write English. It says hot slack smack back smoke beer zack mechak. Read the signs, read the regulations. They don't know what's coming ahead of them, and they having these catastrophic. Do you see the numbers went up by big trucks? Uh, people mind driving big truck causing accidents. You see the videos. The videos are all over the place. These dudes are getting out of their truck. Something happens to their truck. They don't even pull over to the right like you should or to the shoulder. They're getting out of their trucks, checking on what, what, what happened. What's going on? Dude got killed. Two people got killed in Atlanta. And this fool gets out of his truck in the middle lane. And, yeah, he wasn't he wasn't American. <laughs> got out of his truck in the middle lane and got death. And you see his body just fly right up under the trailer. Okay, and it's a lot of it. It's it's too much of it. It's it's getting to the point where it's 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 ruining the industry. It's ruining rates. Yeah, there's got there's something's got to be vetted about this. We don't have a we don't have no type of regulations when it comes to see. people coming in the industry. It's a serious Pedro, Pedro, it's all conspiracy, man. It's all conspiracy. Elon Musk playing playing chess. You playing checkers, man. You just right. think it's the it's the trucking companies. Elon Musk said, "Hey, get some more bad drivers on the road. Have a few more accidents. A couple people might die." I've never seen. That's what that, you know. That, no, no, that's gonna mean 
We need computerized trucks, man. We're going to save some lives out here. It's going to be like an Thanks. iRobot. Mean high, like high yellow want to be white facts all facts. <laughs> facts 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 uh do i even have a cutty corner shout out i don't know not really nothing's really bothered me this week i might have had something for a couple weeks ago you know the cowboys won tonight so uh uh my cutty corner shout out goes out to uh the state of affairs in uh in the in the NFL. The Niners are now the number one team in the NFC, and that's a terrible thing. Can't stand those motherfuckers. Um, yeah, I hope they. You know, the problem is they keep trading draft picks and getting better in the midseason. And the issue is that they just keep hiring more people of color every year and be like, oh, look, we got new people. We got new and, executives. And, and it doesn't make sense. And now we get an extra compensatory pick that we can trade for exactly. Chase Young the or just even and then if we these trade guys go pick, somewhere. Have an early pick anyways. And then they go somewhere and they're unsuccessful while the Niners get more picks. It's like, no, the team that the team that hires them to the higher positions to get the pick. Yeah. Right. Think, uh, yeah. 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 That's them. the team that should get the pick. That's the team that Not needs the team the pick. that hires and lose in a in the lower position and be like, oh, and then just sing their praises so they can get hired at somewhere else mm-hmm. and then get these picks. Don't make fucking sense. Yeah. Well, so, I don't think yeah. anyone should get a pick for hiring people. Oh, yeah, for having somebody hired up. You know, it's. I understand why they did it that way. I understand time, why, but they should. It's time to change that rule. Same way with the tush push. Change that rule. Anyways, uh, but yeah, I just need the Niners to lose. I need um, I need the world to to be a better right, place. Wow. Niners need to lose, but they keep trading uh, peanuts for for quality players to continue to build out. They trying to do that whole thing. They they they, they traded for McCaffrey. They traded for Randy Gregory. They traded for Chase Young. They just they they keep plugging away, trying to trying to get over the top. And uh, they don't they're not gonna lose any picks. They they got more picks now than they did last <laughs> from trading all these picks. Uh, my uh, other Cutty Corner shout-out goes out to uh, the U.S. Congress and, 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 and U.N. representatives for uh, vetoing a, a, a ceasefire in uh, Gaza. Yeah, the U.S. controls the U.N. It's a bitch. Uh, the U.S. got a shitty-ass... Our political system is already a joke. Shout-out to Positive Thing. Uh, uh, they, did, they did oust uh, your boy George Santos, and uh, now he's on Cameo, so... Y'all want we can see George Santos tell a lie for four hundred dollars. Hey man, we really we really he started at seventy five, and then he went up to four hundred after he had a big push for people trying to get him. So, you know, uh, you can get his uh, fish lip looking self uh, come say some kind of lie to your face on cameo. But uh, yeah, man, it's 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 the holiday season. It's a time of peace. It's a time of goodwill. We need to we need to not stand in the way of peace. And, and and sometimes we got to just step up and be, be the supposed leaders of the free world that we claim to be. Because uh, right now, we stand in the way of peace. And uh, I hope everybody has a wonderful holidays. And uh, happy Chinooka. Happy Christmas, Kwanzaa. Uh, for why Jesus' sake? Well, it's a pagan holiday anyways. For Santa's sake. Yeah, you know, you know where the Christmas. Yeah, man, you making you, you went an hour from when you first announced we're gonna do Cutty Corner shout out too. Exactly. All right. And that is our show, my friends. And LB LGBQ. 
needs to uh, sanction. Uh, what's that dude's name that got expelled from Congress? Oh, McCarthy. No. The speaker. Well, no, no, the guy who's on cameo George Santos. Yeah, George, George Santos. Santos. Yeah, they, they need to denounce him. Well, he he has some potential fraud charges that could be coming down the pipe. So that's he's why giving, they he's giving that community a bad name. <laughs> Get him out of there. You are a hate crime on us. I'm out of here, man. <laughs> Defamation suit against him. Y'all saw the, one, the Lenny Williams song I, heard, I sent y'all? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was hilarious. Which one? That was hilarious. I, I, I'm, I'm with you with that one. I didn't even know he was alive and to come out with a song like that. Who's that? Lenny Williams, I got a new single called She Took My Draws. I'm counting my draws right now. Make sure she ain't got them. Because I tell you what, you don't want your woman to hide your draws and bear them in the backyard. That's your grandma about that. Okay. <laughs> My girl and I was at the motel on a rendezvous, yeah. Making sweet, sweet love like we always do. I fell asleep and when I woke up, my girl was gone. Yes, she was. She texted me a picture on my telephone. She took my phone. Said she gon' put it on TikTok and get a million views. She <laughs> took my drone. This girl is threatening me, y'all, to put it on the evening news. She took my drone. She's I can't wait. You know, hey, how many years? I mean, am I away? I'm, t- I'm next year. I'll be turning forty eight. Am I like two or three years away from every time I talk about sex? I gotta say, sweet, sweet love. No, I'm talking about it now, Aaron. Well, you act a lot older than you are, though, Pedro. I never say. Now you tell people we. You, most time when you say when you tell people you want them to act their age, it's usually because you want them to act older. You're the only person that we say act your age because we want you to act younger. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. He said Pedro is the overripe piece of fruit. <laughs> the, the overripe. <laughs> He'll be the youngest people on single person on singlepeoplemeet.com. Hey uh, uh Pedro, uh what do you think about um African talent shows? You are what? I'm the fastest writer in the world. I can write a whole page. In three seconds. And where can we vet this information from? Jesus do we give Christ. you words to write or how does this work? For you to throw words to me, you'll be so slow. Oh. So that's why I came with one of my friends. He's the fastest talker in the world. You are the fastest writer? Yes. They're your friend. He's the fastest talker in the world. Oh, Let's see. <laughs> how did these niggas oh, I drop the pen? What did I tell you about scamming? What did I tell you? talk about 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 uh, what I tell you? Is this where we are supposed to clap? <laughs> yeah, yeah. See? <laughs> See? 
what is this? The only thing we can see that you wrote here are shapes of sperm in, in pictorial form. <laughs> I don't care about what he said. You said you can hear what he said, and you wrote this. Are you are you a, are you a bastard? Are you are you playing? Are you choking here? Story ended badly. It, it, the story. Your life will end bad. Let's go. It's fine. <laughs> Your. <laughs> You don't see what I talk about so much. You see why we're still in America. Everybody just shows why we're still in America. That's hilarious. Uh.